The Smart Start Money Podcast. If the subject is about money and life or questioning the so-called experts on the subject, we open the conversations. Welcome to the Smart Start Money Podcast. I am your host, Eric Flynn. Today, I'm going to answer a question I recently got. Someone sent in a question asking, when minimum wage goes up, does the cost of living automatically rise too? Stick around for today's podcast, and I'm going to give you my thoughts on minimum wage and the cost of living going up as well. Today's podcast, I wanted to take the time to answer this question that came in on minimum wage. And with rising minimum wage, will the cost of living also go up? And with today's political environment, the discussions of wages and minimum wage, I I felt that uh, it was important that I try to answer this question the best that, that I can, at least in my view. The simple answer to this question is yes, raising the the minimum wage will indeed raise the cost of living. Now, let's first take into account what minimum wage currently is, so we can also take a look at some of the problems. And right now, the current minimum wage, the federal minimum wage is set at $7.25 per hour. The problem with this is it's well below what people really need to make ends meet. This minimum wage, it can also be set in each individual state or most of the states, which makes sense due to regional wages and expenses, or at least the cost of living at different places around the country. And right now, the average minimum wage is about $11.80 per hour. Now, Take that into account, someone that, let's say, earns just the absolute minimum federal wage of $7.25 an hour, if they work 40 hours a week, that is just $290 per week, and that's $1,160 a month before any tax deductions. So you take that into consideration, is, is how do people really survive off of that? Because most areas around the country, just rent itself is probably right around that monthly wage. Now, compare the minimum wage to the median weekly earnings of most Americans, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics in their fourth quarter 2019 information. And on a weekly average, people are earning $936 a week. So That's obviously a big difference from the minimum wage of $290 a week. Now, the good news is most jobs are not earning the lowest possible minimum wage, but there are plenty that are earning just above it. And a lot of these jobs are primarily in food preparation, also in sales positions, primarily in in retail and a lot of these are in the the service type occupations, which unfortunately, since the disappearance of a lot of manufacturing jobs in America, we've moved to more of a servicing economy. And dollar for dollar, most of these jobs don't earn as much as a lot of those lost manufacturing jobs. So wages are a, a big issue today. Now, what you have to know is a lot of times people will say, well, the minimum wage, it's just not enough to, to live off of. And the minimum wage and living wage are really not the same. The minimum wage is established by 
Congress and enforced by the Department of Labor. And a living wage is calculated by policymakers and advocacy groups as a wage to cover basic needs and expenses. So the minimum wage isn't necessarily set at being a livable wage. And that's something that you need to keep in mind. When this question came in, it was simple to answer when you think about it and you do the research behind it, because the if minimum wage is raised and you have a business that's paying minimum wage, their, their costs are going to go up. And the cost of living is going to go up with most of these businesses that are paying minimum wage. And everything might not go up immediately, but it won't be long before most things go up in cost. Raising the minimum wage will have a kind of domino effect. Certain things making changes will likely not change anything, unfortunately. And, you know, raising the minimum wage is likely one of those changes. It's just not going to to make a big difference on the, the cost of things because the cost of living will go up. If the minimum wage is increased, two things are, are most likely going to occur. First, businesses will begin to start passing the increase in wages onto the customer. With a perfect world, the CEOs and high executives at companies wouldn't earn up to 300 times their average worker, which is what many businesses are earning today, especially the, the larger corporations. And the costs of raising the minimum amount companies pay people would obviously be the right thing to do, but they're not necessarily going to do this, even though they're profiting quite handsomely still. The people at the top, you, you have to understand, are not going to sacrifice anything, any of their earnings, and they will pass the increase on to their customers. The second thing that will happen is other jobs will want their pay increased as well. So it's likely if minimum wage goes up, you'll hear things like, well, you know, Bob makes $15 an hour now and I'm worth more. You know, you gave him a substantial raise and I need to be compensated for my experience and education. All the other people in the wheel of the business world, they're going to want their pay increased to the amount it likely was compared to someone making minimum wage previously. This even includes those CEOs and high executives. The real issue in America today is it's not really the minimum wage. It is the, the service-only economy that I mentioned that has been created. And like I said, service jobs, dollar for dollar, do not earn as much compared to other industries such as manufacturing. With all of the manufacturing jobs that disappeared, more people are working for lower wages. And although not a big percentage of people work for minimum wage, there certainly are a, a number of people that do. And you look at the history of American jobs, particularly from the period after World War II until about the mid-70s, there was not as large of an income gap as there is now. More skilled jobs were available. The kind that people could, could learn and work in that industry for their entire life. And this offered a chance to advance. And these stories have all but now disappeared from America. 
labor unions are probably partly to blame for, for many manufacturing jobs leaving the U.S., but without labor unions, important negotiations for fair pay and health care, they just simply don't really exist. The business world has become a global economy now with the advances in technology and the internet. And a large number of smaller companies that cared for their employees and took pride in providing them a place to work has been replaced by the mega corporations, the kind that only cares about their own well-being and the profits for their shareholders. The result of the chase for profits is basically America has been sold out. And this is why the income gap is so big and only getting larger. It's also why most everything is now imported and most manufacturing jobs are, are gone forever. China has lower labor costs and fewer restrictions for manufacturing. And this equals a lower price in making things, but it also equates to inferior goods. The truth here is America has been trained for some time to be poor. Companies do not make a profit by making quality that lasts with American workers. They profit more by cheap labor and throwaway items. And a big problem here, which I probably mentioned before, is one of the largest retailers in America. It's one of the big discount stores. And you can use your imagination on which one it is, but they're, they're not the only company that is taking advantage of Americans. They, you know, pay people the least you can and make cheap goods that these same people can only afford. The result is making the less fortunate to rely on spending more money over time. If you truly want to see minimum wage increased and really want to make a difference, the, the only answer is probably to buy quality over quantity. One of the problems with raising the minimum wage is, like I said, companies aren't going to just give up their, their margins and their profits to pay people more. And it's been argued by a lot of economists that higher minimum wage might actually just increase the unemployment rate. Employers would have much less incentive to hire and they would have a lot more motivation to outsource and automate jobs. And this has already begun with a lot of the, for some time, with a lot of the automation and outsourcing. And raising the minimum wage may just have a worse effect on speeding things up even further. If you truly want to see minimum wage increase, like I said, buy quality over quantity, you can definitely say no to a lot of these corporate giants and discount mega discount stores and their inferior items. When you go into these stores, demand that they provide alternatives to all of the cheap imported goods, primarily imported from China. A good example here that I read one time in a book is with getting organic items into the grocery stores. A lot of people started demanding that there were organic options to choose from when they're shopping for their groceries and grocery stores eventually listened and put these items in their store. Now they're a little more expensive in some cases, but they're also somewhat debatable, but more than likely more healthy, a more healthy option. So the same could be said and done with a lot of these cheaply made goods. 
they won't be necessarily better. Well, they could be better for your health, to be honest with you, with a lot of the imported goods and the materials they use. But at the same time, they'll also probably be more quality made goods if they're made here locally. And this will keep jobs here in America. Minimum wage is anything but the minimum for the people that have to work for that amount of money. However, just raising the minimum wage is not likely to solve any of the the real long-term problems. I guess for me, when I look at minimum wage, the question comes up is, could companies afford to pay people more than minimum wage, the ones that do? And a lot of times the answer is yes. Now, they probably couldn't double what they're paying these people, but they could pay more. And the reason they don't is simply because they don't have to. There just seems to really have been a move over, and this has been going on for some time now probably, but if you look at a lot of these corporations, there's really no no values in family, no value in families anymore, no value in taking care of the people that work for them. And you can see this, it really takes place for me when I look at around the holidays during certain times of the year. Just look at the Thanksgiving weekend that a lot of people celebrate in America and the popular shopping day of Black Friday after Thanksgiving. Now, in recent years, you've seen a lot of these discount stores and businesses remain open on Thanksgiving day or they open later in the evening. I guess for some businesses, it is a form of survival in today's today's business world of chasing the lower lowest price possible and with all the online shopping. But at the same time, a lot of businesses probably could afford to stay closed that day. And the same goes for Christmas Day for people that celebrate Christmas. You know, there's a lot more businesses that remain open on that day, just in holidays in general. And they could survive with with proper planning and financially just, you know, take care of the people that work for you. You know, there are some businesses and I can think of, of, of a few that really take care of their people. They pay them well above minimum wage and their retail jobs, which are generally paid, paid lower. And also there's a particular chicken fast food chain. They're closed every Sunday due to their religious beliefs. But if they're closed every Sunday and they tend to remain in business, why does a place like McDonald's need to be open 24 hours and pay their people nothing. And it really comes back to taking care of your people and paying them what they probably deserve. Just because you are not obligated to pay your workers a certain amount doesn't mean that it's the right thing to do. The bottom line is, yes, raising the minimum wage, it's definitely going to raise the cost of living as businesses are going to pass those costs on to the consumer. What really needs to probably happen is, like I said, people need to stop buying cheap goods. They, they need to invest more in buying things that are made in America. Also, another thing to, to keep in mind is really to, to raise wages, it needs to be more voluntary rather than, than forced. And like I said, there, there are businesses that could easily afford to pay their people a little bit more without raising the, the costs of their goods. And that's really how 
the only way people are going to to benefit. The problem is, I'm afraid, is somehow over the last couple of decades, much of the corporations, they've lost their, their way in search for that lowest price to compete. And part of the problem is probably all of the online selling that occurs these days as the prices get cheaper and cheaper. People need to look for ways to to cut costs. And they also at the same time want to to benefit their shareholders. So this has created a, a real problem. The only way to to solve it is to have people treat people respectfully and pay them what they truly probably deserve. For businesses, take some pride in the people that work for you. Not only are you giving them a place to work and providing a wage for them, but they're they're spending a good part of their life to make a profit for your business. Treat them with respect and pay them what they probably deserve. Like I said, just because you can pay people a certain wage and you don't have to pay them more doesn't necessarily mean that you shouldn't. Thanks for listening to the Smart Start Money podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com. Join me on the next podcast as I talk about four reasons a monthly budget fails. In today's world, a lot of people, big emphasis is being placed on a creating a monthly budget. I'm going to give you four reasons why monthly budgets fail.